This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture, and 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything A. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Ryan Young. And good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. It's brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. And brought to you by Mendeco. Talk to your Mendeco dealer or visit Mendeco.com to learn more about Mendeco land rollers and tillage equipment. Today, the prairies are grappling with drought conditions and an agricultural commentator believes some haven't fully processed how bad it is. Hail insurance claims are being filed early this season, according to one insurance company. And an ag company claims to have a game changer when it comes to sustainable agriculture. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. Drought conditions on the western prairies are bad and getting worse. But not everyone fully appreciates how bad the situation is. Agricultural commentator Kevin Hirsch says markets and governments have been slow to realize what's happening. I think a lot of people were watching last week's crop report from the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture, and, and they had the statistics there, but they didn't really ring alarm bells. And there's always a bit of a lag. It takes a while for the information to be gathered from the volunteer crop reporters put together and then sent out for, for release. Uh, but conditions are slipping, but I, I just don't feel that there is an appreciation for how widespread the problem is. There's been a lot of mainstream media coverage about the, the drought conditions in many parts of Alberta, lack of cattle feed and, and parched crops. I don't feel that that's really gotten its uh, just coverage in Saskatchewan yet. But uh, the, as I see it, the, the conditions continue to deteriorate. And while we're not uh, looking at a situation as bad as 2021, we're looking pretty bad in a big chunk of Saskatchewan. Hirsch says it's important that the full extent of the drought situation is understood as soon as possible. In 2021, uh, the provincial government made moves to make it much more attractive for crop producers to give up or uh, uh, salvaged feed for their cattle farming neighbors or, or if they had cattle themselves, cut it themselves to, to alleviate a livestock feed problem. So I think we need an assessment as to whether something similar to that is, is again required. The, if we're too slow to react, uh, that's, that's not a good thing. We have to be on, on top of the problem. So it's, it's important to fully understand where we're at so governments can, can make the, the right decisions, so producers can make the right decisions. And I, I think that's probably going to come because I, I worry that the, the situation is going to continue to worsen, but a delayed response is, uh, is not useful. Hirsch predicts that many fields will not be harvested this year and Saskatchewan Crop Insurance Corporation will be swamped with claims. I would say that there's going to be thousands of crop insurance claims. Uh, there's going to be some fields in the hardest hit areas that won't see a combine at all, and some of those fields are already being written off by crop insurance. There's just 
not enough there to, to warrant running a combine over it in, in the worst cases. But in many other cases, the crop is there, but it's still likely to be a crop insurance claim or a borderline crop insurance claim. So I think in the on the western side of Saskatchewan, and you also hear reports from uh, areas not on the western side of Saskatchewan where conditions are not bright, that uh, there's going to be a, a lot of crop insurance claims. Overall, we do have some good crops in the province, I believe. Their potential may continue to slip as well if uh, rains stay away and, and the temperature stays elevated. But there are other areas that are looking at a good crop, and that, that's going to balance it out to some degree. But overall, I think production not only in Saskatchewan but across Western Canada is going to be disappointing and that, that will have further ramifications uh, for the entire grain system. Hirsch also discussed the ongoing port workers strike in BC and says there may be some movement towards resolving the dispute. Sounds like there's a little bit of negotiations happening uh, finally. The, the two sides weren't even at the bargaining table. I think there would be a lot more pressure uh, being uh, exerted on government, except that grain ships, bulk grain ships, continue to be serviced uh, at the West Coast. That's part of the, the agreement. Uh, cruise ships also serviced. Where it's affecting the, the grain industry is on uh, uh, container shipments. A lot of our pulse crops and, and most of our specialty crops are shipped in containers. Container transloading and container shipping is held up. And then there's the whole bottleneck of everything else that's, uh, that's not moving. Uh, fertilizer uh, is, is one of the, the prime ones, uh, potash being exported. But the, the grain industry and bulk grain movement is not being affected. Uh, and I'm not sure that that uh, is something that uh, people realize when they, when they hear that there's a longshore strike. But in this case, the, the bulk grain industry has been pretty fortunate. That's agricultural commentator Kevin Hirsch, who farms near Cabria in southwestern Saskatchewan. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Prairie 6-Inch. For Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough size matters. So see Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough, your farm shop specialist. PrairieEavesTrough.ca a plethora of hail insurance claims have been filed across the prairies at this point in the growing season, but where they come from may be surprising. Executive Vice President of Ag Direct Hail Insurance Bruce Lowe says it has been an unprecedented year. My claims manager, Bailey Shatanek, has been in this business now well over 25 years. He has never seen the sheer number of claims this early in the season. And, uh, you know, also interesting is the fact that it's been centered around Manitoba more than Saskatchewan and Alberta. Uh, we've had uh, about 250 claims so far, and about 100 of those are in Manitoba alone. And I say that kind of is a little upside down from normal, because when you look at the risk profile of the various uh, prairie provinces, Alberta certainly has the highest risk profile just because of the incidence of hail over many, many decades of, of data that we use. Saskatchewan is next, and then Manitoba is traditionally the lightest province in terms of, of hail damage. But this year, it's been, uh, it's been upside down, and it's been a tough year for Manitoba farmers. So you mentioned uh, 250 claims to this point uh, between the Prairie Provinces, and you mentioned uh, a lot of them are in Manitoba. What's uh, Saskatchewan and Alberta like by comparison? 
Well, it's probably an even split right now. We're looking, as I said, 250 and 75 across Alberta and 75 in Saskatchewan. But, you know, again, the real story is Manitoba. When you look at it, about 20% of premium sold is in, in Manitoba across all companies. So if you look at that number and say, okay, well, Ag Direct, for example, I'm saying 250 claims, 20%. We should be around 40 or 50 claims right now. We are double what we normally are in Manitoba. Uh, and that's real. the real storyline is, is how many sheer number of claims. You know, in general, I will say Saskatchewan has been lighter than typically is, and Alberta is just basically hitting the number that's fairly typical, but the real story is Manitoba. Yeah, I'm thinking of uh, Alberta especially, and they've been in the news lately about the drought and, uh, you know, that happening, and this just, uh, you know, potentially, you know, adds on top of the challenges the producers there are facing. Well, it's interesting too. Is it, you know it, it, the, the crops are ahead in a lot of uh, a lot of places right across the prairies. You know we're getting estimates as, as much as two to three weeks ahead of where they normally are in terms of maturing. But because of the variation in, in moisture, even across you know sections, you know we're seeing a lot of multi-stage plants. You take uh, canola, we're seeing fields where the development is is all the way one one crop is, is in terms of development is right from rosette to early flowering all the way to full blossom at when one spot and it's really kind of a testament to kind of the real spotty moisture that these farmers are getting. Is that kind of unusually high for this time of year? Well, it has. The thing is, we haven't had, now, i got to watch what I say here, because there has been some pretty heavy damage, you know, in some farm communities. But for the most part, the level of storms and the and the severity of storms hasn't been as high. So while the sheer number of storms and, and hail claims is higher, we're not seeing those big, complete wrecks that you can see in some of the hail storms. Like, you, you know, you look at those storms that passed through right across uh, the prairies uh, July 1st and 2nd. They're, they were widespread storms, but they kind Kind of were hit and miss storms where we're getting claims on you know 120 acres here and 170 you know 180 acres there and it wasn't the full-on three four thousand you know acre claims that sometimes can happen in bigger storms so to this point uh, what's been the would you say like is the highest uh, hail insurance claim that's been made so far could you get into that possibly well, you know, in terms of numbers, uh, I'd have to go in, and that's not something I have at the top, but I can tell you, uh, Ryan, there's been claims historically where we're paying well over a million dollars. You know, understand that we insure some of the biggest farmers on the prairies. So, you know, whether you're dealing with farmers that have 20, 30, 40,000 acres in some situations and you get a big storm through, um, you know, it, it really, at the end of the day, for us, uh, we don't really care how big the farmer is. Our goal is to very simply go out there and make sure that we put a check in that farmer's hand that fairly represents his loss. And whether that's with a 120-acre policy or a 12,000-acre policy, we go out there with the same mindset for each and every claim, thoroughly adjust it, make sure that the uh, farmer understands you know, what we're doing and how we're doing the counts, and make sure they're you know, satisfied with how we're, we're completing and paying their loss. All right, and uh, and for the farmers, uh, is there still time to uh, you know buy uh, you know hail insurance at this point? Well, with us, the answer is yes. I, I know that some companies don't necessarily have the capacity that Ag Direct Hill does, so they shut their doors early and basically shut down, uh, close up uh, shop for, for the season in terms of selling crop hail insurance. Ag Direct, the doors will be open until July 31st, and we will continue to offer initial or top-up coverage. So, uh, you know, we want to be there for hardworking prairie farmers and make sure that uh, they can sleep at night knowing that they're covered uh, and have coverage in place with a, one of the largest crop hail insurance providers on the prairies.
Bruce Lowe is the executive vice president of Ag Direct Hill Insurance. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. And now today's Ag Review with Rod McDonald of GX94, brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. Many fields won't see a combine, and crop insurance claims are going to soar. That rather dire prediction today from agricultural commentator Kevin Hirsch. Hirsch says drought conditions have made headlines in Alberta, but he says the extent of the problem isn't yet fully appreciated in Saskatchewan. Hirsch says the dryness has been expanding, with markets and governments slow to realize what's happening. With high temperatures and relatively little rain in the forecast, Hirsch says he expects Saskatchewan's topsoil moisture rating will continue dropping, and with that, more news of crop and hay devastation. Producers have delivered over 56.5 million metric tons of principal field crops into the licensed handling system so far this crop year. The Canadian Grain Commission reports that's up 40% from the previous crop year and 6.8% higher than the five-year average. Wheat deliveries are 15% higher than the five-year average. Durham is up 18.6% and oats 14.7%. Flax deliveries are down 49% from the five-year average and canola deliveries are down 1.7%. 1.7%. CN and CP Rail supplied a combined 87% of Hopper cars ordered in Green Week 48, a decline from 90% order fulfillment the previous week. It was the poorest performance for the two railways combined since week 36 back in early April and marks the first time since week 36 that the railways on a combined basis have failed to supply at least 90% of cars ordered. CN supplied 75% of hopper cars ordered on time in week 48 down from 81% in week 47. CP Order fulfillment was unchanged with the railway once again supplying 99% of cars ordered. A changing of the guard at the Canada Grains Council. Pierre Patel is assuming the role of chair of the board of directors replacing Rick White. Greg Cherwick will take over as vice chair. Patel is president and CEO of CropLife Canada. Cherwick is president of Pulse Canada. And Syngenta Canada is launching a new fungicide for sclerotinia protection. It's called Miravis Star. Syngenta officials say where other sclerotinia fungicides are applied at 20 to 50 percent flowering, Miravis Star allows growers to start spraying earlier and protect more acres. Syngenta Canada technical lead Carolyn Wilson says Miravis Star provides significant yield increases compared to an untreated acre and against competitor sclerotinia fungicides. Miravis Star provided an average of 1.4 bushels an acre advantage. Field-scale trials are being conducted on farms across Western Canada this year, and it's expected to be commercially available for the 2024 growing season. And that's today's Ag Review. 
It's your Agri Weather Forecast on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, mainly sunny and hazy, winds from the north at 20 kilometers an hour and a high of 22 degrees. Tonight, just a few clouds, winds from the north at 20, then becoming light, a low of 10. Tomorrow, increasing cloudiness in the morning, winds from the southeast at 20 kilometers an hour in the morning, high of 20 degrees. Tomorrow night, cloudy with a 60% chance of showers, a low of 11. Wednesday, partly cloudy with another 60% chance of showers, high of 23, the low 13. Thursday, partly cloudy with a 30% chance of showers, high of 23, the low 13, same temperatures. Friday, partly cloudy, high of 20, low 11. And Saturday, sunshine, high of 24, the low 12. And Sunday, sunshine, high of 26. Normal highs for this period are around 25. Normal lows, 11. Sun rose at 4.58 this morning. And the sun will set at 9.09 p.m. tonight. Taking a look around the province in Estevan, it's 21. Weyburn is also at 21. In Saskatoon, 19. Swift Current, 23. In Yorkton, 18. Warm spot in Saskatchewan is Maple Creek at 25. Cool spot in Collins Bay at 13. In Regina, mostly cloudy. North wind at 13. Humidity is at 40%. Temperature 20 degrees. That's 67 Fahrenheit. Barometric pressure at 101.5 and falling. In Moose Jaw, partly cloudy. East wind at 15. Temperature 21 degrees. Once again in Regina, mostly cloudy. Winds from the north at 13, temperature 20 degrees. Back in a moment. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience. McDougallAuction.com. A company called Lucent Bio says it has a patent on a biodegradable nutrient delivery technology that it thinks is a game changer when it comes to sustainable agriculture. Peter Gross is Lucent's chief technical officer. So what we've invented is the world's first water-insoluble crop fertilizer, which doesn't really make sense at first, but it does. (laughs) I'll explain why. Um, As we know, all current technologies in nutrient delivery systems to crops rely on um, a soluble material that um, is impacted by um, rain, by irrigation, and because these nutrients are always water insoluble, a component of that nutrient uh, just goes into groundwater, creates groundwater pollution, and growers are, you know, spending money on uh, these uh, crop nutrients, which can be very expensive, and they're losing a lot of it. So what we've figured out is a completely different approach. Um, Our nutrients are water insoluble, so if you put some of this into a jar and shake it around, um, the nutrients won't release. What our nutrients do is they feed the soil microbiome. So when our nutrients go into the soil, the soil microbiome degrades Um, or basically eats our nutrients, and then um, as a side effect, those nutrients are now released to the crops. So what it means is 
Um, 100% of those nutrients are available uh, to the crops, and there's zero leaching into groundwater and zero waste. That's Peter Gross with Lucent. The company has a partnership with AGT Foods and is currently upgrading its manufacturing plant, which is located in Rosetown. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies. Small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com Southern and Central Alberta agriculture was shown to some of the most influential agricultural writers and broadcasters from about 30 different countries. The International Federation of Agricultural Journalists held their annual conference from last Wednesday through Monday, July 3rd. There were about 200 ag journalists and communications in attendance. Conference co-chair Trevor Bach says the conference was nothing short of amazing. You know, it was nothing short of an amazing time. We had 200 plus journalists from 30 countries and they all got to see a behind-the-scenes look at Alberta agriculture and what we have to offer. And I think the stories that will be told and taken back to their local media in their countries, I think their readers are going to be pleasantly surprised and they're just going to see what Alberta had to offer and I think it's going to be very impressive for them because we know what we have to offer in Alberta as far as agriculture and ag innovation and we're just so pleased we could showcase that with the world. He says one of the best things about the conference is the opportunity to network and make contacts with other journalists. Absolutely. One of the biggest pieces of this type of event, the IFAJ Congress, is the fact that you get to rub shoulders and make professional friends with other journalists and communicators from around the world. And these are people you will be able to call up and you'll be able to shoot an email to and say, hey, I need to speak with a farmer or someone in the ag industry in country A, and they'll be able to connect you to that person. So it's as much about sort of not only sort of showcasing what we have in Alberta, but also building those relationships and professional contacts. Many topics were covered at the conference, but an emphasis was placed on Indigenous issues. One of the reasons we wanted to do that was because we know that we're not the only country with Indigenous issues, and so we thought it would be a fantastic opportunity to really just have an honest conversation about Indigenous issues, Indigenous agriculture, other rural landowners and how they interact with the Indigenous population in Canada. And so it just seemed like the perfect opportunity. And based on the feedback we heard from participants and, and the delegates who came, um, it was very well received. The multi-day event also featured tours. You know, I think for a lot of people, um, the Pinocchio Stampede was certainly a highlight. Pinocchio Stampede is one of the more well-attended rodeos and stampedes in Alberta. And for most people, that was truly, no pun intended, it was their first rodeo. And they absolutely loved it. They could not speak... Uh, highly enough about it. There was also greenhouse tours where you saw sort of the farm to fork movement take shape. Obviously, Alberta has, you know, more cows than people. So we had beef tours both days. People were absolutely shocked at sort of the size and scale of the beef industry here in Alberta and also the sustainability aspect because 
that is one thing that Alberta uh, and ranchers are fiercely proud of is how they approach animal welfare as it relates to livestock. While mainstream and agriculture journalism are in, are the same in its basic form, informing the public of current events, Bach explained a few differences. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, we do do the same thing. We speak to people, we tell stories, we get that information out to people. Of course, we are quite a bit more niche than mainstream, where maybe if you're a reporter in the mainstream, you report on five different topics throughout the week, whereas obviously in agriculture, we speak about one topic typically all the time. And so that is where we are a little unique, although what is interesting about that is most agricultural journalists and communicators quickly become subject matter experts and often become the go-to sources um, just for many different types of issues because we have a more singular focus. He says preparing for the conference was a long process. You know, I would say the last two years, for sure, the last full year has really felt like consistent planning week in, week out. But the sponsorship committee, which was led by Craig Lester here in Alberta, that committee was up and running before lots of others because they had to make a lot of contacts with people and get the ball rolling for companies that could partner with us. So some committees were more active than others at different times. But nonetheless, it was a for sure a good two-year process. Trevor Bach was the co-chair of the International Federation of Agriculture Journalists annual conference, which was held at Olds College from June 28th to July 3rd. Here's the market updates with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Market update is brought to you by Sask Pork, working on behalf of Saskatchewan hog producers and our community. Grain prices at Viterra were up in early trading today. Durham is up $11.02 to $398.44. Canola is up $21.60 to $783.72. And number one red spring wheat is up $1.95 to $384.06 a metric ton. The rest were unchanged. Feed barley, $335.61. Chickpeas, $1036.17. Flax, $501.98. Lentils 702.50, oats 255.32, yellow peas 335.92, and feed wheat 270.97. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for September is up six cents at eight dollars and fifty-three and three cents a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 6:20 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock, 842-4574. Now, the latest Livestock Quotes. Heartland Livestock Market Report. It's Brett Jensen reporting from the Swift Current Yards. Last week in our regular sale, we had 426 head on offer, and here's how it went. We had a good run of uh, hard fat cows coming here. They were a dollar seventy-two to one seventy-seven. At eighteen seventy-eight, they brought a dollar seventy-six and a half. Seventeen thirteen, they brought a dollar seventy-seven. Into the other good cows, they were a dollar fifty to one sixty-eight. Medium cows, they were a dollar ten to a dollar fifty. Heiferets and feeding cows brought a dollar eighty to 225 and the good bulls were 160 to 179 folks uh, upcoming sales here tomorrow this tuesday we're expecting another 500 head of regular cattle all classes sell 773-3174 canada source for quality heartland livestock and swift current 
Now the latest pork prices, they're at $231.56 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. Now the Resource Report brought to you by Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. A new report shows 52% of Canadians say they are $200 away or less from not being able to pay all of their bills at the end of the month. The result from insolvency firm MNP's July report is up 6 percentage points from 46% in April. It comes as higher interest rates and rising cost of living have stretched budgets. MNP's Consumer Debt Index fell 83 points compared with 89 points in April as Canadians expressed a more negative attitude toward their personal finances and debt. Saskatchewan's oil and gas industry continues to reduce its emissions. Numbers from the provincial government show emissions from from venting and flaring at upstream oil facilities decreased to 3.9 megatons of carbon dioxide equivalent in 2022, a decrease of 64% below 2015 levels. The province adds emissions from venting dropped 13% and flaring activities also dropped 10% from 2021 levels. While Environment Canada couldn't comment on the 2022 numbers since they're compiling stats, They did say the province's GHG emissions for oil and gas are in line with federal regulations for the period of 2015 to 2021. On the markets, the TSX is down just 8 points, 19,822. The Dow is up 152 points to 33,887. Oil is down $0.79 at $73.07 per barrel, and the Canadian dollar is at $0.75.30 U.S. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.